0: welcome to another episode of 10,000 Posts. It's the show about how everything is posting. I am your host, Phoebe Roy. Um, We are not joined by my co-host today. Uh, Hussein is off on mysterious excursions and will not be joining us. And it's definitely, definitely not to do with the fact that I can't do basic sums and uh, messed up the time zone difference. It's definitely, definitely not, not that. That's not that's not the issue at all. Uh, this show is supported by Patreon. For five dollars a month, you get access to our weekly bonus episodes plus our archive of bonus material. Uh, the link is in the show notes, so check that out. So today I am joined by a very special guest. I am joined by uh, Michael Hing. You will know him as the as one of the co-hosts of uh, Free to a Good Home. Which is a very, very good podcast, which everyone should listen to because it's very funny and very nice and very good. Uh, he's he's still eating his mouthful of nerds. So I'm no, no, i I was just of, waiting I was oh, waiting for done. you to ask
1: me a question. Oh sorry okay, for you. You're done with I'm your nerds. Good. Okay, so okay, yeah. so
0: Michael is done very with his nerds. I'm and, a broadcasting uh, <laughs>
1: professional, Phoebe. I would <laughs> and, never, ever eat a mouthful of nerds just as you say, "Hey, we're going to start the podcast." And <laughs> as such,
0: and as such, is like is you know is free to is free to talk to us. Uh, we are uh, we're doing a one of uh, one of uh, Phoebe's Chaos Corner solos today. What uh, we're doing quite a loose format. We're just talking to Michael about his life in posting.
2: Michael Hing. This is your life in posting that's right that's the real theme to the british television program this is your life i don't know why it sounds so terrifying but for authenticity's sake we are gonna go with that one this is not in fact the inaugural episode of this is your life in posting that was uh, with rax and amber all those months ago when Hussein was on his honeymoon. It's not specifically supposed to be a Phoebe-only show, um, it's just the way that things have worked out. At some point we might even get Hussein on the show, um, not me though. Not me. I don't know enough about Michael Hing to vamp for this intro and this theme tune is going on for a, for a hot second, so I'm I'm just gonna cut it here at the halfway point, Michael Hing. This is your life,
0: and um, yeah. So, hey, it's really nice to see you again, and thank you very much for joining me and my ghost co-host.
1: No, Phoebe, I'm I'm so thrilled to be here. I am a big fan of yours, obviously. I've been on your other podcast. Do we like to yeah. talk about that, or is that forbidden?
0: Oh, yeah, no, no, no. We talk about it all the time. It's a, sure, we like to on, do a lot of cross-pollination.
1: <laughs> I've been on the Seinfeld podcast. I've been on the, I guess, the spin-off of the Seinfeld podcast, yeah. the movie podcast.
0: Yeah,
3: um, yeah.
1: And you've been on, you've been Fredo at a good home. Um, yeah. A pleasure to be here, um, I guess, virtually in the UK. And obviously, you can tell from my accent, I'm from Australia. Mm-hmm. And that was, I guess, the, the, uh, the issue with the uh, time zones. Because um, it's currently... Uh, the evening here in Australia, in Sydney, Australia, where I am. But Phoebe, it looks like it's a lovely morning time where you are.
0: It's kind, yeah, kind of kind of late, sort of late morning, midday. Right. Uh, you can't really you can't really tell by the by the light because uh, it's uh, it's one of those really weird kind of muggy, grey days today. Can't are you in the middle of,
1: of a classic? Uh, sorry, not a classic, but an unprecedented. Uh, uk heat wave is that is that what you're going uh, through yeah, right
0: now yeah, no, the, yeah the heat wave is still going on it's not as bad it's not as bad as it was um a few weeks ago when it went up to 40 degrees which is Damn. it's it's just it's simply too hot <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it's just too hot and i like i wrote i wrote a complaint and I, and I sent it off to the... Who did you uh, send the complaint to? I sent it off to the appropriate authorities. Right, um, so in the UK,
1: I imagine there's some sort of ministry of weather or some shit.
0: of, of, of weather. Yeah, I, yeah. Sent it to the, I sent it to the weather minister. I sent it to the uh, CEO of BP. I'm now on a watch list. Sure. And I sent it to God. But you say
1: it was a complaint letter. This was a, a violent threat you sent them. Did you just uh, sort of drive yeah. by BP and throw a brick through this guy's window? Is that what you did, Phoebe? Some uh, sort of uh, eco-terrorism?
0: Look, you can call it a brick if you like. Uh, <laughs>
1: sure, it was a Molotov cocktail of sorts.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, if you like, if you like, but who doesn't like a cocktail? Who turns down a cocktail? That's what I want to know.
1: <laughs> well, it's that kind of pol- political violence, I guess, mm. that brings uh, me to my first post that I want to tell you about. Yeah, I actually I'm don't know so, the format I'm, of this podcast. I'm so, this <laughs> I'm
0: so I'm so excited. You know what? At the like today, like normally we do. Normally we like have like a kind of relatively strict kind of interview format, but Uh I have no constraints today. I'm off the leash. We can do exactly what we like, and I want to hear about this post that you sent me.
1: Well, okay, so I uh, I, I was told in preparation for this podcast that it's a a show about posting, and Mm -hmm. uh, Phoebe said to me, hey, do you have any posts you regret you might want to bring up? And I was like, obviously, every post is a post of regret. Of course. There's one particular post of regret that I wanted to share with you, Phoebe. And, and I guess to anyone listening as well so um I'm a comedian again i ha- I'll give a lot of context here because no one would have any idea who I am listening to this uh, in Australia I'm a comedian I have a radio show um, I do a bit of TV and this is a this is uh, a TV show I worked on was called is a show called the feed um how can I best describe it so uh do, do you ever oh okay you know the BBC in the UK yep familiar okay, yes. do you have like an ethnic bbc like a, a bbc for like cultural minorities or like it, like is, or is um, that the bbc i don't know <laughs> we have a, we have we have like this i guess i'm asking because we have a weird thing in australia called sbs which okay. is like our version of the abc which, <laughs> which is the bbc is, right which is eth- which is the
0: which ethnic, is ethnic BBC. ABC
1: basically right
0: um,
3: um
1: and when i say broadly ethnic abc it's like i'm chinese like I'm allowed to be on SBS, but I'm not. And <laughs> I, I look like, at the ABC as well. You've, but like
0: you've got, you've got your you've got your you've got your special card. You can say like, "Hey, yes. hey, what's up? I'm allowed on the i <laughs> eth- I'm allowed on Honestly, the ethnic on the yes, ethnic channel." That's, so okay. it started
1: off in like the 60s and 70s, I think. Well, just and, just and to it, answer
0: your question, we don't we 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 have something we have something called the um the Asian Network, but that's just a sounds. Thing. No, no, it's 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 part of it's part of the BBC. Okay. I think it oh, still sure, exists. Yeah, um, right. But we don't. We, the don't, don't se- we don't have a we don't have a segregated ethnic <laughs> BBC.
1: <laughs> well, it's not? It's not. I don't think it's it's one of those things that is from like an old old oldie times in Australia mm-hmm. from like the sixties or fifties or whatever, and. It was, I'm sure it was started with good intentions. A, 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 very,
0: good, a very good time for race relations, as I'm exactly. sure. It was started as with I'm
1: good sure anyone intentions. anyone can imagine. Right? Yeah. Um, but like in Australia, um, back then, being quote unquote ethnic was like being Italian, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it was like the, the TV and radio station that like um, a lot of post World War II migrants would come to Australia and would need something to watch that was in their language. So it was like special, it was called the Special Broadcasting s- um, Service. Okay. And so it was, was like. It,
0: was it all in Italian?
1: It was like Italian, Greek, you know, huh. Maltese, whatever, Russian, German, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then over time, as different waves of migrants have come to Australia, and not just migrants, but other, broadly speaking, marginalized communities, in, um, to, to an extent, Indigenous Australians, you know, LGBTQIA plus people, you know, like, lots of different people have been serviced by the, the, uh, by the SBS. And that's where I was working. So I guess to give, give you context, I was at this TV show that was basically, um, if you can imagine the Ethnic BBC, doing mm-hmm. a <laughs> a youth news uh, show, right? There's a lot of caveats okay. here trying to explain what this show was. But mm-hmm. it was like a, a kind of a show for um, doing like youth news angles. Um, now, it was on broadcast television, though, which I'm sure was is the this, same. In the-
0: was this for teenagers or was this for kids?
1: No, like people like, I guess, 18 to 35 was the de- specific demographic. Okay. that was our That was our stated demographic was 18 to 35. Okay. now, because it was on broadcast television, to be clear, the only people who watched it on TV were you know people fifty five and plus because that's the only people who watch television, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone else just watches things digitally. So the feed was this wonderful show I worked on for many years that did like current affairs documentaries about like you know it, like a classic feed documentary would be something like this Iranian refugee has started a a, a, a cafe for um trans socialist. You know what I mean? It was like a, Mm -hmm. like, it was just, it was just stories about marginalized people. And it was really great. And I was really um, happy to work there. My job was never the good, wholesome documentaries. My job was sort of like doing these satirical videos about politics or whatever the fuck. There were Mm -hmm. these sort of two and a half minute things that rot your brain where it's like, ah, the prime minister, he's a bloody idiot or whatever, you know, and I'm dressing up in a wig. Yeah. Just (laughs) complete dead shit comedy stuff that like, yeah, whatever. Sorry, mm-hmm. this is so much context, Phoebe, but
0: I'm like I'm so I am so excited because like because like I yeah. I followed your instructions and I did not watch this before okay. uh yeah. before hearing the backdrop.
1: So what you're about to hear, what what I want to tell you about is the post that the it's 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 I, I I over four years I worked at this thing I did probably three to five sketches a week. So I did I made like two probably 250 pieces of television over a couple of years at this place, and this is this is the one that got me closest to being fired um, <laughs> okay. and caused like just the, it, it, like to the, there was an inquiry into this sketch basically. Um, an
0: inquiry?
1: Yeah. There was an internal inquiry to this sketch. There was, I, I had to go to meetings over this thing. There was, and and like it, it didn't, it, so an SBS is technically like the BBC. It's technically part of the government. So it was like, it was, I really fucked this up. And It wasn't <laughs> okay. just a TV piece because I was saying only old people watch this. I want old people watch television. Mm-hmm. Everything we made got cut up and put on Facebook and, and social media and posting and whatnot. So this is the worst post I've ever done.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I'm so all right. I'm so excited. It's so, so much
1: context. I'm so sorry it's to have the same So much context. But
0: it feels like it feels like it's necessary. Um, right. Our producer so, Devon is gonna is gonna sound is gonna sound clip. Uh, it's going to sound yeah. like this afterwards, but uh, you will be getting my my unvarnished, yeah. fresh reaction to this. Pretend it's pretend it's YouTube. I find it personally very funny to uh, to describe visual things on a non visual medium. That to me is a funny thing to do, and so that is what I'm going to do. I am starting to watch
1: it. Okay. Oh, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. So, uh, can I give you a little bit of context for this as well? Absolutely. Oh, actually, no. No, 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 no. No context. Just hang on. Just. So just so you know, this was twenty seventeen. You know, I will give you some context to this. Okay, okay so twenty seventeen. In twenty seventeen, I don't know if you remember this, but there were some quite serious um, uh, storms in Puerto Rico. You might not remember mm-hmm. this.
0: Yeah. No, 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 I don't remember was, this.
1: It, yeah, it was it was a huge natural disaster. Okay. <laughs> also, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh
3: huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah.
1: This was when he released. Uh, he and Facebook released a new VR program. Okay. <laughs> okay. These are two very key pieces of information you need to know. Okay.
3: Okay. okay. All right. So, so,
1: what would happen? What would happen if a morning is? I would come into work at like seven o'clock or seven thirty in the morning, and I would just I would have to make a sketch that day. So I would have to co- idea to execution. I had like seven hours to do it. So I'd be out by the afternoon, so people could watch it on their way home from work. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would have to decide really early on in the day what I thought the big news story of the, of the day was going to be and just kind of predict it. Okay.
0: Uh, okay. So, so if like at like nine thirty in the morning, yeah. uh, like the prime minister had said something like had said something yeah. kind of like unfocused and dumb, yeah, and then like nine thirty, there's news of this terrible, horrible natural disaster, but you've yeah. already made that right. Okay. Okay. Exactly, I get. Right. So, I so, what so, you're so saying.
1: but you commit to the idea early because that's the production schedule, and it often <laughs> led to a lot of yeah. awkward and weird things that happened. But this was definitely basically what happened was. I'll give you some context, but just know that all of this context was lost on the viewing public. So, what Mm -hmm. happened was this
3: uh, Mark
1: Mark Zuckerberg was doing it, did a speech from um, the Facebook headquarters, where Mm -hmm. he was demonstrating the new virtual reality machine that Facebook had made. And in order to illustrate its powers, it was like you can go anywhere in the world, you can see anything using our uh, digital world. He had his little avatar and transported himself to. Puerto Rico, which had just been storm ravaged, and he did sort of a weird tour of Puerto Rico where his little cartoon body walked all around Puerto Rico. Okay, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, look, these people are really suffering, and this thing's been washed away." And it was just very tone deaf, yeah, and awful. Sure. And I thought, in my head, I'm like, "Oh my goodness, this is going to be the big news story of the day. I'm going to make fun of this fucking guy, and uh-huh. I'll be I'll be crowned a hero of the people. <laughs> Everyone's going to love Michael Hing and go, what a satirical genius.'"
0: Okay. Okay. Now,
1: you know, you've probably not heard of that story. No one heard of that story. That story did not get picked up by anyone. It was like on a couple of blogs. No one else fucking talked about it, but I committed to making this sketch. So this mm-hmm. sketch went out. So you know the context of what this sketch is meant to be making okay. fun of. But cl- but clearly I didn't script any of that in the sketch <laughs> because it takes 45 minutes to fucking explain the whole thing. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. But I okay. So I just thought
1: everyone would get it. So I now want you to watch the sketch. You know what it's meant to be like.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. But- okay. <laughs> But- I'm like I'm, I'm I'm going in with like I'm going in with like so like so many caveats. It's yeah. so like it's yeah. it's like it's it's so exciting. It feels like someone's about to like unlock their like it's it feels like I'm like talking to Bluebeard and he's like about to like unlock his like cupboard full of like wife corpses and just like okay, it's okay. Just okay, but,
3: so I'm just gonna need play. just like, some
0: context behind this. All right. Yes. I all right, I'm about to hit play. Dev, if you could uh if you could uh insert the sound clip in just about here. Just about here will work. So, yeah, I'm about to press play.
1: Can you hear me? All right. Uh, Hello, Uh, I'm Michael. Uh, I'm from Facebook. All hail. And um, uh, you might have seen recently that um, Mark Zuckerberg uh, took a tour of the devastation in Puerto Rico after the hurricane. And um, I think uh, they're going to put that on. A lot of people were quite upset with us when we did that. They said it was quite insensitive for us to do a VR tour of uh, the damaged areas, uh, and not help the people. But, I mean, we, we weren't trying to help the people. We are just trying to show off our tech. So, just keep that in mind. Mm. But The thing is, you can actually use Facebook Spaces, not just to go anywhere, but also any time. Okay, uh, here I am now in, uh, New Orleans, about, or oh, 12 years ago, for Hurricane Katrina. And even though I'm swimming and having a great time, Um, you can actually see that I'm still dry and safe here at the Facebook headquarters. Uh, but the experience that I'm having is actually exactly the same as the experience of someone who lived through that disaster. Um, so if you have any questions about what it was like to be at the hurricane, uh, do leave a comment below. And I should say, before anyone complains that we're not helping people, uh, many of the people affected by the hurricane are dead already so we can't help them now anyway can we um but what we're really excited about with facebook spaces is just that you can go literally anywhere so let's go back in ah for example here we are in uh Tiananmen Square aren't we that's pretty cool oh hope that man's gonna be all right those tanks look very threatening uh oh um speaking of dead people For many who lost loved ones during the terrorist attacks on September 11, well, they can now relive those harrowing moments through Facebook Spaces. Let's take a look. Oh my god! Oh my god! Here we go, oh! And now I'm falling out of the World Trade Center because of Facebook VR. And, like, I have to stress, I really do feel like I'm here and uh, undergoing a terrorist attack, you know? Oh, I'm afraid of all the terrorism. <laughs> I'm not really. Just kidding. Okay. Obviously, uh, like, uh, share, react uh, to all of these just uh, awful tragedies. Um, so, thank you for joining us on this VR tour, and we will see you next time. Facebook forever. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit.
2: It's not really very funny, is it? Oh shit! I still recording.
0: Hello, Phoebe. Holy fucking shit! Well, are you, open to, are, you op- are you open to feedback or? Of course. No, of course. So, so the- <laughs> oh, my God. And, the, and this did not go down well.
1: No. Is, so- is,
0: this, is, this, this, what, is this what we're saying? Is this the takeaway so this- from this?
1: Look, obviously, you know, it's a flawed sketch in many ways. You know, you're, you're churning out so many of these, you know, five of these a week. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. But. hmm I was in such a fever dream being like, oh, everyone's going to understand that I'm inhabiting the character of a Facebook engineer who did the insensitive thing. And so they'll everyone will understand that I'm making fun of that. And I'm, Taking the thing that they did badly, and they're the they're the we can all we all know we can all that agree they're the villain. TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you know
0: what you know what I, you know what I think the 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 thing is that is so that is so especially extraordinary about this is that like it's not entirely unprescient about about facebook and about meta <laughs> and about like metas like metas move into virtual reality and like i have yeah. told that i have told this story on my and it is like it's very very grim but i don't know if you've ever i don't know if you've ever been to a facebook office
1: no i've never never
0: um it's like it's all set up like a children's like a children's play park um so they have like lots, they have like a kind of like, they have like a kind of big wall that you can like write on in marker pen and they have like, like kind of those sort of fuzzy, kind of fuzzy shapes to sit on. Like beanbags, oh, okay. but like kind of big, yeah. kind of fuzzy purple cubes. Yes, they have yes. all of this stuff and it's like all set up like a kind of, like a nursery. Um, I'm assuming to stop them unionizing. I, I, I assume, I, I, th- I think that's what it's for. Of course. And, um, I have, been, I have been to these offices a couple, of, uh, a, a couple of times, or I've certainly been to the London ones a couple of times. And um, I'm sure you remember in 2000, 2019 uh, when there was that horrific, uh, horrific shooting at the mosque in Christchurch, mm. which was uh, streamed on Facebook. Yes. And obviously this caused a kind of, you know, sort of all ha- sort of all hands meetings all look like all across the world in different sort of different Facebook offices and all I could think about was the idea of the employees perched on these like kind of gigantic children's toys while they were talking about their role in this monstrous event that had just happened and them all just like kind of perched on like like un- like, under the- like under the wall where people have been, like, writing, like, you know, my colleague is gay or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And they're, like, and they're sitting on their beanbags and, like, cuddling their stress animals.
1: <laughs> what should we have done? Yes. What could we- <laughs> what How could, could we have what- known?
0: How-, how could we possibly have prevented this sort of thing happening? Um, and, yeah, I don't, like, honestly, I don't think this is an especially bad piece of satire. Well, I think look, I, I can, I can, I can understand that. It, I the, I think the issue is less the content and more the context appropriateness.
1: Okay. So <laughs> just, just for people, cause obviously, um, I, the, uh, what I sent Phoebe was a, and what you've heard is a a very secret Vimeo link that no one, that's, it's not available anywhere. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. it had like 15 views when I went to it to get the audio. Not available anywhere. Um,
1: and, uh, just, I don't know exactly how it's going to come out in the in the podcast, but uh, it'll come out fine. If we want a quick description of it, basically, it's a Facebook engineer um, uh, explaining the Facebook Spaces thing, and then we we show actual footage of Mark Zuckerberg doing a VR tour of Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, and that's that was your first like your response. I was pretty shocked, right? You were like, it, it looks pretty fucked, right? His little his little avatar just wandering around devastation. It's crazy that he thought that was a good idea, and yeah, so. I mean-
0: absolutely like absolutely insane but then again whenever you read anything about um about kind of advances um and plans for meta we don't call it facebook anymore it's meta um i'm like But again, we've been we've talked about this. We've talked about this on the show before. Um, You know how like you make fun of your parents for still calling stuff the old name.
1: Oh, the the Nintendo, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, the old name. I see what you mean. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So like, um, my like my mum still call like my mum calls the internet the website, which I think is. um, I know. I know. I know. She's sort of doing it to amuse herself. Yes. Yes, yes. But I also some think she sometimes forgets and just calls yes. it the website. Um, so our our kids are gonna make fun of us for still oh. calling it Facebook. Yes, because yes. we can't get used to the idea of it not being not being meta. Facebook. It's it's meta. It's meta. Yeah. So they're gonna be laughing at us from the Facebook education centres. Like you know you know my mum and dad call this the Facebook education center when everyone knows that it's the Meta education center. Yeah you
1: fucking boomer. Um, You're fucking
0: boomer. Exactly. So this is going to be our boomer moment. Um yeah, I thank you thank you so much for sharing that with us. I just I I, I I think that what I like about it so much is I can so imagine you being like, yeah, yeah, this is going to be the big news story, and like in your and like in your head, you're like picturing yourself like accepting some kind of satire award from someone <laughs> important. Like they've got they've got they've got in Kylie, and she's going to present you with an award for satire. Um, so please just please correct case- me if there is a kind of if there is a more current. <laughs> Australian celebrity no, might, no, might,
1: might be doing this. Um, so just in case, because people won't ever see this, but I'll just mm-hmm. quickly describe it. It's the Facebook engineer. You and do. then and then, um, from that, he takes, the character I'm playing, takes people to, I say character, it's just me in glasses or different glasses, slightly different glasses. Actually, maybe the same glasses I'm wearing now. Anyway, um, the Facebook engineer takes people on a tour of various places and we've just cut in footage from those disasters. I think one is Hurricane in Katrina, uh, sorry, Hurricane Katrina, and then it's like, um, I think it was Tiananmen Square, and then nine mm-hmm. eleven um, was the third one, and we just used yeah. like the actual the, the yeah. famous footage from those things, and just bad blue screen me in there as though I'm a shitty Facebook engineer, and that's the okay. So, Phoebe, <laughs> when I tell you, when I, when we finish this at like, I don't know, two o'clock in the afternoon, I like showed it to the people who I have to show it to, like the editors and stuff, and the the producers. And they were, mm-hmm. and we all like high on our own fucking supply. We're like, yeah, it's punching at Mark Zuckerberg. It's a successful piece of satire. It makes fun of the thing we wanted to hate. Great. Mm-hmm. Again, thinking everyone's everyone's got to be talking about this. Everyone's got to be talking about this story. What a crazy story! Everyone's got to be talking about. It. Again, no one's fucking talking about this story. <laughs> and because, because it, it, everyone's like doing a million jobs, like no one's no one's picked up on the fact that no one's talking about this story. So. Everyone, like, so we've got to do the new, like, they've got to do the news bulletins. They've got to, like, like um finish the cuts on the documentaries that are going to air that night because the show is lots of different segmented bits. Everyone's busy doing a million things. Anyway, gets to broadcast time. So this is like, I don't know, 7.30 at night, right? Mm-hmm. We goes out on the airwaves. This is towards the end of the show. So maybe it's like 10 to 8 at night. People are eating their dinner. They're watching television. And then they're accosted by um basically raw footage of 9-11 in what is ostensibly a comedy sketch. And maybe sometimes Mm. people don't want to watch 9 11 during their dinner. And
0: (laughs) (laughs) no, sometimes they don't. Like, sometimes they want, like, just some slightly more, like, gentle satire. Maybe, like,
1: they want me dressed as the prime minister in a funny wig doing his voice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, maybe the minister for agriculture has a funny hat like maybe oh, that could that, be, that be maybe that's uh, the kind of level that we that yeah, we should look obviously that's of. that's what
1: they wanted but what they got was broadly speaking unedited footage of 911 <laughs> Oh, so, slightly edited I'd say doctored footage of 911 so, is what slightly,
0: they got. Do, slightly doctored would so so would you would you say that uh would you describe the uh then investigation would you describe mm. that as like was it like being up in front of a select committee? Like, did you have to kind of go into a room with a kind of panel?
1: So I went to the I went to the the one that was before what we call Senate. So there's the the top one is the thing we call Senate estimates, which is probably what you could call a a, a select committee or whatever. That's that's the one that it's like the politicians are there and you're getting grilled. And friends mm-hmm. of mine who've had to go and do that and that's that's the fucking scary one where if you lie, you go to prison and they mm-hmm. go, and they, and you go, I'll take that on comment. And they go, I'll, I'll take that under advice or whatever. And then they go, no, tell us now. And then there's, there's, you know, that's the fucking scary one. I was mm-hmm. the one below that, which is the one at the top of my organization, if that makes sense.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so uh, uh, j- if I could just, uh, just to give you the context of, again, caveating, oh no, it's caveating this explain what happened.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It goes to where people are furious. It, because the show's all automated, it immediately gets put up online as well. Um, a, a, a good sketch for us would do maybe 100,000, 200,000 views, right? Mm-hmm. This just through sheer um, hate views alone. In the two hours it was allowed to be on the internet, it got half a million views, right? <gasps> because oh, no one so, understood
0: and anything like what a, about what it. What a kind of bittersweet situation as well. So
1: people thought... No, no, there was nothing sweet about it, Phoebe. Nothing, because people thought
0: that's a, that's a lot of views.
1: People, <laughs> no, people thought that SBS, the television broadcasting the, and the feed, the program. People thought this was the thing we'd made. People thought that we had partnered with Facebook I to see. make to make a, a VR platform that you could use to, to visit nine eleven. That's what people thought. Like because people are people are fucking stupid, and they go, yeah, ah, oh, well. Well, they're in TV and they know Facebook and I'm watching this on Facebook. This must be official Facebook material, right? <laughs> after, after this, after this sketch.
0: It'd be funny for there to be a little like Facebook disclaimer at the bottom with them just dude. saying this has nothing to do with us.
1: <laughs> after this, we had to, we got, We got. I don't know if it was from Facebook or was from, I can't remember if it was internal or external, but after this, every single comedy sketch we put up on Facebook or Instagram or anything literally has a bright label that says comedy or satire on it, which defeats oh the purpose God. of it entirely, obviously. Completely,
0: completely defeats um, it,
1: yeah. Because of this incident, okay. See, because of me, now they have a warning. So
0: so you that, have you single-handedly killed satire on yes. the – on yes. australia's ethnic network yes basically you, you my <laughs> king, <laughs> yes. has made it's it fucked. impossible for there to be any satire on this yeah, channel everything has
1: been blazoned with the word comedy now see, um, see
0: that see you know you say you say there's nothing there's nothing sweet about it but like
1: <laughs> in many ways maybe most, that was...
0: most people don't achieve half so much in their <laughs> in their lives
1: so um, immediately after a couple of hours, we realize what's happening, and because of the comments, we realize that people have misunderstood this piece. So we delete it from Facebook; it's no longer on there. People, mm. but people, but because of Australia's time zones, the show gets played in Sydney, which is the easternmost state, in easternmost cities, and then every half an hour it gets played in a new territory because of the new time zones. If that makes sense, right? As mm, as the yeah. yeah. And so every half an <laughs> so hour, it's got
0: a new wave of yeah, fury. Hatred, with hatred.
1: <laughs> and so people were going to our Facebook page to complain. But I think the the video that they wanted to complain about wasn't on there anymore. Instead, there was a video of a of a, I think a, a refugee about a, a refugee um, to Australia who had opened a cafe that or something like that, and and then people could go there and read books in their native languages or whatever. And people were on that video just writing things like why does sbs think 9-11 is funny right Or like what's sbs doing with facebook to make 9-11 and so like that's just baffling to anyone obviously we knew what was happening but every time everyone else absolutely baffling people are now arguing in that comment section about why are you talking about nine eleven with this refugee like it's just the whole thing was a nightmare
0: like a ima- like imagine like imagine a like an organization and a platform which has been like formally. Accused of being complicit in genocide, upsetting them so much that they have like slap a seasoned desist on you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
0: they don't care. Facebook does not care.
1: Of course they don't give a shit. <laughs> no, oh, apart,
0: from this, apart from this one thing. You've so, done the impossible. You've uh, like you you've rattled Zuckerberg. No well, one can rattle Zuckerberg.
1: I mean, I imagine Mr. Zuckerberg doesn't know this exists, but um, maybe some of his <laughs> minions did.
0: It'd so be then, very, it'd be very funny if they ran it all the way up the chain. Like, hey Mark, are we doing
1: this partnership with the feed and SBS? Is that is this real? Um, anyway, so and then. Say, no,
0: it's not real, but write it down. We might want to use that later. <laughs>
1: um, so then I, uh, we we we. So there's also like a lot of rules because of the government broadcaster. So there's a lot of rules about mm. um archiving and stuff, and and there are rules about things being available to the public for archival purposes as well. Um, this episode of the show, which is broadly speaking, hundred percent archived, The archive is entirely complete except for this episode. This episode of the feed is the only episode that's been like memory hold from the archives. So you can't even mm-hmm. find, like I basically, our, at the EP, the show basically ran to the server room, was like pulling wires out of the thing, trying to like shut down service, being like, this is terrible. We can't have this go to air. So that's, so that happened. The next day I get, um, called in to the to the EPs, uh, for a chat, the EP, then it's like the EP, then the head of news, and then the head of the network, and then the, board, the head of the chair of the board, we're all like a series of different like um, escalating meetings, um, and each time I was like, hey, if you knew what we were making fun of, this is a great sketch, <laughs> but if you don't know what we're making fun of, it does look a lot like we partnered <laughs> with Facebook to make 9-11 a VR reality for whoever wants to do it, <laughs> a bit of 9-11 tourism for everybody.
0: Like, like, like again, like you, you really, you really hit on something which was like worth satirizing. Like there was a, there was a, there was a, a, a piece that was out not that long ago about how, like, about how, um, in one of metas, in like the metaverse, mm. uh, users can users can sexually assault other users.
1: Oh and my goodness
0: no, and and nobody and and like nobody thought to like not give them that capability, like right. the, like right like stuff. the idea of like, okay, yeah, but why is this functionality here, so like like. <laughs> Like someone, like someone wrote, like someone wrote that code. Someone engineered that to be in there.
1: (laughs) I need to be able to. uh, We need to make this as realistic. We need to make this as realistic
0: as as possible. Um, Yeah. So, like, so you really had, like, five years ago, you had hit on something like very, like, very prescient and very accurate about, like about like the sheer like kind of gangsterism of like of like platform tech and like the kind of stranglehold it has over like over like both culture and politics it's just very 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 funny that you <laughs> that you single that you single handedly undermined the capacity of this entire channel to to make and produce satire yes. like yeah. short satirical videos that's like <laughs> yeah like that's that's like that's incredible like you think about what like most people achieve in their achieve in their lives it's 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 nothing you're um, like
3: it's an all-time
0: you're a legend Michael Hing and you should accept <laughs> that as a, as a W this is no L I, I I I reject your L designation and I replace it with a big <laughs> fuzzy purple W that you can hug
1: Oh, baby, you're too kind. Next, you're too next kind. time you're in a it, serious meeting. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay. But so I will like, say also,
1: that
0: this whole yeah no sorry go ahead.
1: Also, but I will say this whole experience has really um, it's made me a lot more I get cautious in the things mm-hmm. that I make now, and I think it's very important to well, I mean obviously I don't, I don't actually do this, but you know I think a lot about like it makes you really think about like things being taken out of context and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. The, and it changes the way you try and make things, and and like you really need to be like. That's why at the top of this, you can see why at the start of this podcast I was like, "Okay, here's 40 minutes of explanation before you can watch this video, Phoebe." Because <laughs> can you imagine if I was like, "Hey, Phoebe, you want to hear about a fun post I made? Watch this video," and then you'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> maybe I should have. Maybe I should have made you. Maybe I should have got you to watch it without. Without, without any, content. any
0: explanation you, at all. Because
1: do, do you like you're you someone who's quite engaged with the news? Do you remember that story about Mark Zuckerberg doing a VR tour of Puerto Rico? No, in... no. Of course, of course you don't. Of course no, you don't. I don't. Of course you
0: don't. <laughs> I don't. I remember. I remember the. I remember the floods. I don't. Of course you
1: remember I the don't. hurricane. <laughs> Everyone remembers the hurricane. It was awful.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that. No, it's true. I don't. I have. I have no one no, no you, that that that. you probably never knew that. Probably never knew that. No and uh i'm just trying to so this was 2017 i'm just trying to think if this was okay yeah cuz this this wasn't when i was working working at, our, at our bbc and i was working um mainly on the mainly on the radio and i was having right. to do a lot of like topical work and i'm just trying to think if that ever landed across my desk um and it it didn't like the like the closest i've ever got to being in any kind of any kind of trouble um, was uh, a joke that I a joke that I wrote about Churchill, which
1: uh, now is Churchill, um, which
0: it was a it was a room splitter, should we say? It did not make it into the final product. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's um he's he, I don't actually know a lot about British history. He's okay. sort of he's sort of thought of as like a, a bit of a, a wartime hero, prime minister. And then mm-hmm. if you delve into any of his like sort of personality or whatever, he's kind of quite racist. Is that is that kind of the vibe on Churchill?
0: Yeah, that, yeah well he was he was not just racist he also was and this is again this is like this is not like a kind of matter of sort of matter of argument um this uh this is a kind of matter of of, of documentation he is responsible for uh for the famine of uh bengal which 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 oh. killed that's still so many like people. millions of deaths so many so many people died in the in the, in the famine of bengal <gasps> um and he is um and he's remember and he's remembered now uh, very much depending on depending on what your um on what your vibe is he uh some people say <laughs> like some people say he was the original anti-fascist uh and that's, oh, because he was like fighting very,
1: the Nazis or whatever.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a very childish way of understanding. Uh, of course,
1: under, good guys, under, and bad guys. You <laughs> like know?
0: understanding the defense of the defense of the of the British Empire. Like I, I don't think his. I mean, again, like like Churchill buffs. I was going to say, feel free to write in. Do not write in. No. I swear to God, if you write in, I will drag you publicly. Send um, all of
1: your complaints regarding <laughs> send, um, Winston Churchill. Your- Send them, another, send them all um, to another British send podcast. All,
0: send them all directly to Hussein. Yeah, exactly.
1: No, send, um, no, send, no. You, you got to send them to another British podcast. Send them to no such thing as a fish. You know those fucking those QI things. nerds. Send it to them.
0: Okay, fine. Yeah, cool. Okay, all right. So if you've got any thoughts on Churchill, don't send them to me. Basically, yeah.
1: Go to um, the no such thing as a fish Twitter account and then go DM them. And be like, <laughs> I have some them. things I, I want to defend. Some thoughts.
0: I have some defence of of Churchill's ideological project. His I like. Personally, I don't believe that his um, that his project was ideological. Um, I don't think mm. his objection was to uh, was to fascism on its own as um, as a mode of politics, or as a mode of as a mode of uh, you know organizing uh, society. Um, and
1: like, he was just pro. He was more like rather than being anti-fascist, he was like pro Britain or y- whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think, right, yeah, okay. I think, I think it was, I AKB, think it was mu- look, much more of you know a
1: more than many, strategy. I, um, I barely studied history in high school and also most of it was Australian history. So.
0: Absolutely. for Absolutely fair play. Um, so like, so you've got like 1970 invention of Australia by the, by the CIA, 1975 yes. invention yes. of the kangaroo, also yes. CIA. Yes. Uh, again, as is my understanding of yes, Australian yes, yes. history. And then, yeah, uh, okay, an
1: and then around uh, 1978, We lost a Prime Minister at the beach. And that's all you need to know.
0: (laughs) Is that true?
2: No, shit, you don't know about Harold Holt? Come on, there's a hole in your knowledge, my love.
0: Yeah,
1: you don't know about our Prime Minister we
0: lost at the beach? Can we put a pin in that and come back to it? Because I'm I'm already excited about it. But just like while I'm talking about Churchill... um... Churchill was um, Churchill was uh, not so very keen on the Jews either. Oh so, goodness! So again, it was not a kind of it was it was it was not an ideological objection, shall we? Shall we That's say? say. <laughs> uh, no, yes. he did not have an ideological objection. Um, Jeez! <laughs> and um, although he did have a nice, fat, stripy orange cat called Jock. So, so points for that. So okay. who's to say? So, it's, it's a very nice fat orange cat. And also, there is—I've um, said this—I've said this elsewhere. I can't remember where. So uh, apologies to the listeners if you are hearing this for the second or third time. Uh, there is a there is a rule um, that the 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 inhabitant of Churchill's sort of family home is like part of like the kind of it's part of the uh, part of the Willen will and last will and testament is that there always has to be uh an orange cat who lives there called jock and there's like there's now, now like jock the 14th we're on right at the minute. okay um okay. and i just i you know, so, so okay <laughs> fine you know like my my father my father's family are my father's family are bengali um and you know as such i have a particular uh particular uh Interest in, uh shall we say, de laundering the reputation of Churchill. But then again, I do like fat orange cats, so it's a little bit hard to know where exactly where I, yeah, exactly. Like where do I, yeah. like where do I come down on it? And so the joke, so the joke I wrote for this BBC Oh yes, sorry, show, what was the joke got, you wrote for about
1: Churchill? The joke,
0: the joke I wrote about Churchill, like I said, room splitter, which was what happened at the time was uh was a a uh, British politician of whom I'm very fond, whose name is John McDonnell, um, was asked in an interview, in just one of those stupid kind of like quick fire questions, interviews, whether or not cool. Churchill was a hero or a villain. And so we had been told to like, m- like write some material about, you know, is Churchill a hero or a villain? Uh, or rather we we're supposed to write some jokes like making fun of John McDonnell for calling him a villain. Right. Okay. And so the joke I wrote, uh, to be spoken by one of the panelists on the show was, I think the problem is, is that everyone is just really childish about the way they talk about historical figures. Uh, everything's all black and white, uh, black and white, you know, no shade, like no shades of gray. And I think that you can acknowledge uh, the, the bad stuff that someone has done, but also uh, be very appreciative and admiring of all they did in the fight against the Nazis. But enough about Stalin. And it, was such a, and it was such That's a... And it was such a rummish Like, because this 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 show was recorded to a, to, a, to a sort of live audience of some description. And oh, sure. like half of them like gave a kind of startled laugh. And the other half gave like, what I can only describe as a kind of... You know, when you take the lid off uh, like a steam basket and it kind of goes <laughs> like that. So they, they made that noise. <laughs> And so wow. they cut it out. But I didn't get into trouble because it didn't have my name attached to it. Oh sure, was, you weren't delivering I the was joke was in your face. Li- yeah, exactly. I was listening to it, and I think that it is a massive, massive difference if your if your name is attached and your name yeah. and face is like did, attached to it.
1: Did, was the person delivering the joke? Were they um, were they in front of the audience, or were they in yeah, a they booth were. or something? Right. <laughs> yeah. And Did they have any words, any choice words to you afterwards? Being like, "Hey, Phoebe, you've really." to <laughs> you,
0: you, you really you really you really fucked me on that one. Yeah, so, you
1: stitched me up, Roy.
0: No, because they because they don't get because like it, they had this kind of weird sort of weird system where they kind of put the writers room in this little kind of like glass box mm. and sort of gave us a kind of bag of sweets and was just like can you just write us some material for the next 7 hours? And then that got turned into the script. So the right, so the okay. people so the people who were okay. like reading the script like have no idea which kind of faceless little elves were <laughs> <laughs> right, were producing okay. this material and like there was they, they, they had a rehearsal there was nothing to stop them saying i'm not sure about this joke i'm not saying i'm not saying this or whatever they chose to say it it's their fault it's not my fault that's their fault, for you it's it's, their fault and it's and it's my then producers fault for putting it in
1: that's the thing I feel like when you're writing That's comedy funny. and stuff it you know it's our job as the creatives just to 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 create you know, and then it's yeah. there are producers and there are people above us, and it's their job to rein us in and I don't think we should be made to take responsibility for our actions
0: I don't want to be made to take responsibility for any of my actions, and this is what i this is the this is the approach I think makes the most sense, particularly if you're like making jokes, is you've just gotta you've just gotta stand your ground, and if someone says like Oh, so what? So you think, you think that it's funny to make fun of 9-11. Um, <laughs> you kind of just have to steel yourself and say, yes, I do. Yes, I do think that's funny. Because what cause there's actually nothing that anyone can say to it. If as soon as you start capitulating, as soon as you start with the no, obviously I don't think that's funny. Obviously the joke <laughs> is about Facebook and the joke is about like the Yeah, the you're kind just gonna of, be like, the, Yeah, bro, the 9-11 the,
3: rocks.
1: It's like the
0: kind of the, <laughs> like the horrible way that like terrible things happen or like get conceptualized both by the media um and by and by tech platforms. Like that's the joke. That's the target of the joke. Like, don't explain yourself. Just say, Yeah, I think it's funny. Why are you gonna cry? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you what are you some sort of a wimp who cries yeah. over 9-11
0: Oh boo hoo hoo oh it's so sad <laughs> that all these people died boo hoo. Yeah, it's the only way. It's, the, it's that would have been my recommendation as your personal PR consultant back in 2017. So it's probably a good thing that I was not involved in that function. Yes. Yes. But,
3: yes, but, I but appreciate like, that.
0: But like again like like so we're talking about kind of like prescience and like, I don't know, like I'm like I'm assuming that the Australian media is uh, as grim, if not grimmer than the UK media. Um, mm. can't, like, I, it'd be quite interesting to do a kind of like side by side comparison of like the um, grimmest corners.
1: Yes. It's pretty grim over here right now.
0: It's, I'm sure it's pretty grim, but uh, oh, so-
1: our prime minister, our, uh, sorry, our former prime minister who's just lost an election a couple of months ago. It just came out this week. But while he was prime minister, he also secretly swore himself in to um, five other portfolios (laughs) Um, so he could also be like health minister and um, home affairs minister and the attorney general or whatever. Like just he was doing all of the jobs and he never told, he didn't even tell the politicians whose jobs he was doing that he had their powers and was sneaking around. (laughs) Like it was, it's like a proper dictatorship (laughs) shit, like anti-democratic stuff. It was crazy.
0: How was he allowed to do that? That's, I know that's like the, probably a very naive question, yeah, no, but like, that's, that's what we're all asking. That, no, he, is that allowed?
1: No, uh, well, everyone's like basically. One constitutional lawyer I heard talking about it was like it is not specifically disallowed in the constitution, but I think they just didn't think this would happen because it's so weird. Mm. Um, basically, he got he went to the governor general, which is like our queen, I or queen's representative here, and mm-hmm. the governor general. He showed the governor general the bit. actually. This is kind of funny. Basically, during the pandemic, the Attorney General wrote up, apparently, wrote up this uh, template which would allow the Prime Minister to be co health minister, basically, in case either of them got sick or something or you needed emergency powers to do whatever and whatever. So the health minister knew about that. But then, uh, apparently, what happened was the Prime Minister sort of just took that template and then crossed out health minister. And then wrote like, you know, home affairs minister, like social services, whatever. <laughs> like four other things. I was like, okay, I'm all these now. Went to the governor general and the governor general was like, okay, I'll swear you in. As all these, like did a swearing in ceremony of these guys, just the two of them with it. No one else was there. Mm. And they were like, ah, oh, I guess it's COVID restrictions. I guess no one else is here. And then he just didn't tell anyone he had all these powers. And there was like, you know, he, he says he never operated any of the ministerial powers, but there was also, a, there was some oil and gas works that he Anyway it doesn't matter it's very all getting in the weeds There's, there there is some <laughs> question over whether or not any of these powers are exercised, but anyway that's that's what we're dealing with right now. just a one man government that's, basically
0: that's absolutely incredible, and that also sounds like like based on like based on what little I know about him. it sounds like a slightly surprising thing of him to do because he doesn't sound like the kind of guy who would have wanted to give himself more work
1: Dude that's that's yeah you've, you've 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 done a great joke there that's what we've all been talking about phoebe you could work in <laughs> australian political comedy if you'd like yes there's been a, yes, there's been a lot that. of um yeah there's been a lot of like oh right great so uh yeah you don't want to do the vaccine rollout but you want to be the treasurer for six months for some reason good on you bro <laughs> like a lot of like oh you don't want to because well obviously when the bushfires were happening he was like i don't hold the hose mate we're like yeah of course you don't hold the hose too busy too busy being the finance minister prime minister <laughs>
0: because this is, this is this is good as well because this is a re- this is a really really good example of like of the kind of general principle that if there is a mad rule about something you know that it's because someone like someone tried to do it of course yeah so yeah. like so if you now have to have in like in like your constitution or kind of like sort of yeah. through your through your legislature, legislature yeah. that like you are not allowed to have more than one job if you're the prime minister yes. that's because yes. this one guy was just like yeah but i want to be yeah, but i want to be the... everything it's my I have all the hats. it's my birthday and i want to be in charge of finance and agriculture and health <laughs> and all of the things um it's which really I, good shit it's really I, good yeah, shit i really like Australia. it's like it's like it, like at my uh, at my school. You um, there was a rule about um, about not bringing in decommissioned weapons,
3: right? Because
0: okay. this like this one kid had brought in his granddad's WW two pistol, right. Um, Right. To, show, like, to show to people and was like insisting that it like wasn't loaded and it like it couldn't hurt anyone but like i'm almost certain that this grandfather still had this thing extremely illegally so <laughs> we had this we had this school rule specifically about yeah about decommissioned decommissioned weapons but like they weren't they weren't that clear on uh on the other weapons so <laughs> so i feel like there could have been a little bit of a little bit of um boundary pushing around that um Okay, so uh, we, are, we, are com- we, are, we are coming to the end of the show, so I have some quick fire posting oh, questions sure. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, um, I actually just really need you to see this one, uh, this one post which just got sent to me. So this is hot off the press. Mm-hmm. Okay, hang on. I'm just putting it in the chat there. There we go.
1: The Zencast chat? Sorry. Yeah,
0: just, yeah it's just over there.
1: Oh, yep. Are uh, you all right? No, so you- no I, I can't find it. Oh, there we go. Yep, I can, I'm, yep, I'm clicking on it now.
0: Okay. I just really need you to see this.
1: Um, This is Truffles. She works at a children's optometrist to help them find someone feel better about wearing glasses. And it's a cat. It's quite a fluffy uh, man- a Mancur- mancurian cat, I think. Um, and it has, uh, it's wearing uh, adorable tiny glasses. That's great. The glasses it, have made the cat's eyes uh, <laughs> crazy, which is fun. Um, yeah. I would be terrified of this cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, it just got sent to me and I just really, really needed you to see it. Um, yeah, the, the way that the glasses have kind of been put on the cat's face, it's made them look, it's because they're kind of slightly skew width. So it makes, them, it makes the cat look like it has slightly wonky eyes. Um, now, just, uh, I, just now felt, given, I just felt given, like someone needed to know this.
1: G- given the nature of the post that you've just shared with me, yeah, which is from a Twitter account called A Happier Day, mm-hmm. I, and that's the only other post that's been on this episode, I'm beginning to worry that my 9-11 comedy post that I talked about was perhaps not in the um, tone of the show. <laughs> oh,
0: that, is, that, could not, that could not be further from the truth.
1: Okay.
0: Like, lot like last last week. Uh, last week uh, we had a guest uh, bring us some TikToks, which was um, an Italian guy making ugly sandwiches. Um, right. Okay. 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 So it's all chaos
1: okay like, here. Okay. We've
0: had we've had tweets. We've had stuff from Reddit. We've had Facebook stuff. Um, there's there's literally no there's no like there's no barrier to entry okay, there are no good to know. there are no rules where we're racing for pinks here that's that's all that that's all that you need to know because like one of my questions was going to be mm-hmm. what is um like what is the like the most ridiculous like trouble or beef you've gotten through posting or, yeah, that'd through, be, be or through online be but this it. is de- this is definitely it i think this we've is like the more- one I think we've more or less covered it. And I was trying to think yeah. about like what my answer to this question was. And, um, and I have in the past, it's a long time ago now, um, on two separate occasions, got into fights with other users of a Frasier forum. And I cannot, I cannot stress enough that I don't even like Frasier that much. I don't know why I was posting on this forum in the first
1: place. So wait, so uh, was this when you were a child, or was this recently? This
0: was when it was on the when I, It was when I was a teenager, and it was when the it was when the in, it was it was when the internet was very like was very weirdly disjointed. There was no like there was no kind of like magic like magic pots where everything is like gets flung together and everything gets kind of aggregated and reposted and reshared. Like that didn't like, that didn't exist. Like, so if you're like on the internet, like you're pretty much just like typing stuff in and like sort of seeing, like seeing what happens. Um, Was
1: it a particularly vociferous um, opinion you had about Niles or something? What was your, how did you get a fight?
0: The first first beef I had on the Frasier forums was about whether or not you could reasonably call Fraser and Niles an ang- Anglophiles um, or whether they were just posh Americans. Oh. Um, so I don't know how that turned into a, a fight, but it, it did turn into a fight uh, with all kinds of accusations uh, sort, of fly, sort of flying left, right, and center. Did and- you imagine
1: you were fighting with Americans?
0: Yeah, no, I was was definitely fighting with an American and I know that I was fighting with an American because like I thought I'd won the fight. Mm -hmm. So I was like feeling pretty good about myself for having won this online fight and then when i looked again the next morning there was like a bunch there was like a bunch of replies from this person and i was like oh okay i see what's happened they just didn't <laughs> see it and I, now on the overnight yeah. <laughs> they've just they've seen it now um and one of them one of them told me to 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 go drink some tea about it and i was like what does that mean literally what does that mean as as like as a, as a as a clap back i don't i don't i don't i don't care for that as a clap back um but because i was like because i was like 15 or something like 15 or 16 like i think i i think i uh i think i attempted to like finish this in with something that i'd seen on like not on something awful because i was you know not a something awful person because okay. uh i was a girl for a kickoff and everyone knows there are no girls on the internet. Um, I can't remember i can't, it was deaf. It was something very, very childish and very gross that I thought that I had like done a kind of executed a kind of proper slam dunk on this person. Um, but I think they just got I think they just got bored of the conversation, and <laughs> it just kind of and it just sort of tailed off um, and I can't remember what the other one was about. I just remember there being two separate two separate occasions Big fights
1: on the where fraser I, forums
0: where i got into fights on the freight it may have even been the fraser message boards um yeah okay all right so you've what? answered our first question all right, right. My, sec- my second question is um if you could wipe every single post you've ever made so like nobody could come across your old myspace or your old Oh, sure. or whatever, like every single thing. But you also lose all of your videos, all of your tweets, like all Mm. of it. It all goes. Would you? Would you? Would you take that? Would you take that clean slate?
1: Of course I would. Of course, any of us should. Why is any of this stuff sticking around? Yeah, I'd get rid of it all. I, I I mean, I hate everything I've ever made. I've made so many things, (laughs) and they're all bad. Like, I have. You know, I have a radio show that I do every day. I hate it. I um, I have my tele- I have a TV show. It's bad. I all of my, I don't, I delete, I've deleted most of my tweets. There's very few tweets that I like that, mm-hmm. I've, that are still around. I have maybe like, maybe like, I don't know, maybe like twenty tweets. Maybe I don't know how many tweets I have. Um, I have not tweeted many. Um, mostly it's just me retweeting my friends. Um, wow. I hate all those. I hate uh, hate all them.
0: You hate your friends. I hate your friends. You hate your own tweets. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I wrote a JavaScript thing or whatever like years ago to delete all my Facebook posts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any, any ability to delete everything. I would love to. I would love to never be online ever again. Um, unfair. I would love
0: to You're like a a posting clean skin.
1: My, well, my dream is to fake my death and move away. That's what I want to do. And I say this as someone who recently got engaged. So obviously that complicates things. But, um,
0: you're, (laughs) Like you're probably engaged now? Yes,
1: we got yes, got oh, engaged. That's so a exciting. Weeks ago. Oh congratulations. Oh, thank you. Baby, thank you. Uh, yeah, but it does complicate trying to fake your own death because now there are sort of there's a wedding to play. Anyway. <laughs> the, I'll, I'll, yeah.
0: I love the idea that the only thing stopping you from faking your own death is like the admin requirements of planning a wedding. No, I've like, well, already just, it's just expensive. So you've paid like i deposit, probably you know what I mean? I'd you can't probably, <laughs> Yeah, you can't fake your death once you've paid a deposit. That's like
1: It's um, the only thing keeping well, To be
0: fair, you fake you fake your death. You're getting mm. that deposit back.
1: I hope so. You'd hope what so. But some of these companies, you know, they really the once they once they put you in the book, they you're not getting oh, that come deposit.
0: Come on, back. Uh, come on. But like, you know, if like if Hum approaches them and is like
1: Yeah, but <laughs> okay, no, they so can be really, they can be really the deposit nasty. They can be really fucking nasty.
0: But then she could like go to the local papers and there could be like a kind of picture of her looking sad saying like my fiance died and this company net this named company refused to give me my uh, deposit back for the uh, snacks and yeah, flowers. Yeah, actually, and actually
1: and my such. um my, my my fiance is um is actually a terrifying woman so she's the kind of person who you wouldn't want mad at you over that situation. So maybe right. actually maybe this could work.
0: This is actually a really good through line to my next question which was uh bearing in mind that we are pretending that your old posts have not been deleted by JavaScript uh-huh. because uh-huh. like, no, because like, cause not, cause normally, normally when I ask people this kind of stuff, they're just like, Oh my God. Like if anyone ever finds my old blog, which I don't remember the password to, I'm fucking dead. Um, which is a, you know, I think a very good way of, um, everyone living on this state of kind of like constant anxiety of like, yes. possibly like possibly someone finding like the, like the weird, like the weird shit you used to put on MySpace. Um, like I don't have my MySpace um password anymore i have no idea what's happened to it i'm i'm really really hoping that my myspace was one of the ones that got like deleted in that big You know, remember old? that big data breach where they all got where like all these profiles got deleted because um i don't think anyone needs to see that <laughs> under under any a circumstances a lot of heavy eye
1: makeup and um selfies taken from um uh, webcam selfies right taken.
0: above right above yeah. um actually no because um Hardly dare to, hardly dare to admit to the admit to this publicly. But I'm actually a little bit too old to, for that to have been my MySpace. Really? Used. Yeah. What was,
1: what was your um, generation of MySpace then?
0: Our generation like, of MySpace was we kind of used it. We used it like social media. We had like we used it like, like have like friend connections and stuff. But it was also very much like the tail end of MySpace as well like it wasn't like it wasn't really like it wasn't really like it wasn't really a thing like my my generation is the message boards and forums generation so like when myspace started it was a bit kind of like yeah but like what's it what's it for
1: what um what is (laughs) the most embarrassing forum that you were a part of obviously frazier's up there but like as i was on a i was on a forum in australia that was specifically about um how to how to overclock your um, CPU in your computer to make it go faster. That was a forum I spent. Oh I my God, like, that's amazing. Like maybe like, you know, 10 hours on a week talking to random nerds from 10 around 10 hours? Yeah, I'd okay. be like, I'd like um, you know, every afternoon I'd spend a couple of hours on it.
0: I was a member of a number of um, like fan message boards for bands I liked Um uh-huh. Uh, subscribers to our hundred dollar tier uh you can find out which they were uh no one else is ever <laughs> is ever ever finding out which insane fandoms I was a member of as a teenager um, I'm guessing the not. Jamiroquai
1: fan boards were uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah in the i was like
0: <laughs> I was up there like flaming them up I was starting rows with people about Jamiroquai. <laughs> um i are oh, the what the i think the what the worst the the worst in uh behavior on one of these band message boards was um when i was about 13 um i i decided that there was this whole kind of narrative superstructure behind one of my favorite albums um and this was also kind of around the time that uh, me and my friends started smoking weed so what i would like to do was get very 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 high and then like trap people at parties and tell them what my what my thoughts and theories were sure. on this narrative superstructure yeah. and the secret messages uh secret messages hidden in this album and then on one particular day i was feeling i was feeling you know i was feeling a little superior you know there's a particular kind of you know, a particular kind of day when you're a teenager and it's a beautiful day out and you're like i'm young nothing can touch me. I'm a hundred foot high. Everything is great. Nothing will ever be, nothing will ever be bad. and I'm never going to die. You know, yes. that kind of feeling yes. that you don't get much past around the age of 13. Um, <laughs> and so I was feeling so confident and so superior that I decided to uh, message the moderator of one of these message boards <laughs> with a very, very <laughs> long, um, long account of my theories about the narrative superstructure and secret messages on this album, thinking that they would be sympathetic to it since they were the moderator of this fan
1: forum. Of course, they would love to hear this.
0: They would love to hear this, and they would definitely not think that this was insane and troubling. Definitely, definitely not. Uh, and, <laughs> and and got no reply, obviously. And so a few days later, I was like, oh, okay, they just won't have seen it. So I'll just give them a little nudge <laughs> <laughs> and message them again, saying, "So, what do you think?" So, I assume that somewhere, yeah. this person, hey, did you see yeah, this? Yeah, just, just, did you see yeah, my? just follow Just GKMI? following up on that. Just wondering if we could circle back to this, and if you've got any thoughts about who that's supposed to be, um, like who that's supposed to be, like in real life, like who this is supposed to be—a kind of analogy, uh, analogy for—is uh, any 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 thoughts on that? So, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> So that's 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 pretty bad. Um, I just trying to think if I've got any old old kind of like old blogs or old social media stuff floating around. Like every so often, because I I deleted my Facebook a little while ago. But uh, every so often, I know, I know, end of an era. Um, it means that I no longer have uh, any of those albums of like fifty six pick fuzzy pictures from a night out, which was like a feature of. 2007 or whenever where you just took hundreds and hundreds yes. of pictures and then yes. you put them all up there was no editing there was no consideration uh, there was no like what if what if like vice spots what i'm doing and does a write-up about the new fuzzy aesthetic like no none of that none of that shit it was literally just like look at me and my friends overexposed in a bar that's what we're doing
1: 100 photos from two hour <laughs>
0: here's 400 practically identical pictures there's one that's just like someone's ear um so i've (laughs) lost all those which is a shame but like every so often every so often it would give me one of those like here is your facebook memory and and it would just be this so so embarrassing status Mm. updates from from you know a while ago and obviously immediately delete immediately delete um but just like every so often i just think like i just sort of wake up in the middle of the night and i'm just like what if someone somewhere has like a screenshot of a comment on facebook someone that I way made? back
1: machined you
0: yeah what if i've been what way if? back machine like that's like i don't want to be wayback back machine so no, no one does don't, don't don't do that don't i don't like yeah like i said i don't think it's very good for the collective psyche and I think a lot of people are worried about this. It's not even about like being cancelled. It's more like the idea of like, of like being, of being exposed. Um, yes. And like being exposed through your posting because like there was definitely a time, and I'm sure this was the case for you as well, where you just sort of quite kind of merrily posted without much thinking about the fact that other people can see that shit.
1: Of course.
0: Of um course. And I don't know if you have this thing in Australian comedy, but there's a there's definitely a there's definitely a genre of British comedy which is people reading out their own like diaries and journals and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, I've I've um I've um I've dabbled in that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and honestly, go, like, oh, like, I was you, a 16 year old and I had these thoughts, and everyone goes, ah.
0: Yeah, like you can't you can't you can't go wrong with it. But at least like. You know it's like it's a it's a classic for a reason like you know if it ain't broke don't fix it but this is but i think like that's like something which is like so like within your control if like a kind of there's a notebook in your mom of and dad's course. house in a drawer and then it's up to you but like the concept like
1: you you yes you you go you, you you read out the borderline ideas that are weird enough to be funny but nothing yeah. that's genuinely troubling
0: yeah, but like the constant niggling anxiety, like the constant like possibility of like a time when you like you shared like an article from The Guardian that you thought was like really like funny and really coruscating. Oh dude. In like I, 2009. nine.
1: <laughs> I reckon more recently than that, I reckon before the twenty twenty election, I shared that New Yorker profile. That New Yorker article that was like on Facebook, maybe it was even on Twitter. I'm sure I've deleted the post. I don't know. But mm. of there was a New Yorker thing at the end of the, the on the eve of the 2020 election saying Hillary Clinton will be one of the greatest presidents the United States has ever seen. Um I just wish that she had a more worthwhile opponent. <laughs> <laughs> and I shared that being like, bravo, yes, 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 yes. And then Chapeau, good
0: sir. Chapo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so this is my, la- this is my last question because I'm aware that it's like the-, the evening is probably creeping on for you and uh, it's time to let you go. Uh, you. And actually, no, I have two, but they're like two little ones. Okay. And, th- and they're both pretending that you haven't run a JavaScript to delete everything. Okay, yes. Okay. First is what is the thing that you most dread someone finding? Ooh. Like boy, if someone really went searching, what's the absolute worst thing that you have put online that's um, not that's not the, the Zuckerberg sketch, of course?
1: Yeah, the Zuckerberg sketch is probably one of them. I reckon there is Um There is a blog from when I was in high school that if people found it would be pretty embarrassing because mm-hmm. I was obviously 16, had a lot of opinions I don't have anymore. Um, and, but, but also, I, there was, oh gosh, I had a miscommunication with a girl I had a crush on when I was in high mm-hmm. school. And I just classic teen angst. I'd made a joke and then I thought that I'd really offended her. She, Turns out never even heard the, like, she just misheard me and just didn't laugh. Like, didn't even hear the joke. She was just like, it just didn't, didn't even enter her brain. But mm-hmm. I sort of, yeah. And I, and I said it was kind of an edge. I don't remember what the joke was, but I, I just felt like I overstepped the mark and I felt very awkward. And I wrote a very long apology to her and then posted it publicly so that, so that I would be like, you know, for oh.
3: shame, I
1: how. Oh, and you've and you, I've betrayed my friend by mocking her in this way, in front of everyone. I can just she obviously was much cooler than me, and, um, and there was obviously I was in love with her, and I was trying to like, you know, navigate that in, in, without any um, emotional education. Um, so that is on the Internet somewhere. I don't remember the name of the blog because if i did i would have found it and deleted it <laughs> and
0: deleted it yeah of course of course see that's that's what i mean about like kind of the niggling background yeah, anxiety yeah, 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 like yeah. That just like somewhere someone has found it someone has found it
1: i mean there's also like a thousand other things i've done that i'm sure any of my friends listening if anyone knows or has has known me for for years would be like oh what about x or y or <laughs> like what about that <laughs> thing you did last week <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, i yeah, i I, I dread um and i don't i i'm sure that there's absolutely no way of this coming out because i did send it via email so i don't know whether it counts as a post but i uh wrote a again when i was about 12 or 13 i wrote a i can't believe i'm admitting this actually um i wrote a uh fan song for Stuart lee and richard herring who at the time were my favorite comedians <laughs> um I uh wrote a fan song which was um <clears throat> uh lyrically blessedly forgotten um but the okay. the tune I used was um <clears throat> was pretty fly for a white guy <laughs> <laughs> and the lyrics were about my fondness for Stuart Lee and Richard Herring and I, and I emailed it to someone. I can't remember who I emailed it to um, and expected to obviously like in my head they were going to read it and be like, oh, my God, you know, we've been like looking for like a third There's member the of, oh my of the act. Like we've been like, you know, we've been doing a lot of stuff together, but like maybe it's time to kind of add a woman to the mix. And she seems perfect. This <laughs> this 12 year old girl seems like she seems like she seems ideal. Uh, let's invite her on and maybe maybe we could give her her own show. I don't know, like something, <laughs> something like that. Um <laughs> And uh what they did instead was like oh, the the sweet darling who was managing the email inbox um instead sent me some uh some tickets to to watch one of their shows being being filmed, so that's what I did for my thirteenth birthday um And then one of, and then one of my friends like saw them in the canteen and dragged me over and was like, it's her birthday, say happy birthday. And, uh, yeah. How first,
1: did, did Stuart of, Lee and Richard Herring say happy birthday to you?
0: They, they did say happy birthday, but then, then years and years later, Stuart Lee stood on my broken toe at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. So he's gone down again, in my estimation. So that, Stuart, if you're listening to this, you're on notice. Was this an accident? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he did it deliberately. Okay, but, um, yeah, okay. It wasn't, it he wasn't def- sort of
1: a hate crime or something.
0: No, he definitely... <laughs> Yeah, Stuart, like Stuart Lee, like goes to the goes to the Fringe Festival every year, and he tracks down the ethnically ambiguous in order to stand on their feet. Like it's a whole thing. Like everyone thinks he's so like kind of you know so like liberal, so progressive, but no. Um, legally, Stuart Lee does not do that. Nor, to my knowledge, has ever done that. Uh, yeah, I think you know what I think that's uh, the other question I was going to ask you is whether or not you'd prefer to have your old post read out in court or at your wedding
1: damn probably in court or wedding i guess court because i think in court people are less likely to understand the context of anything and it'll just be baffling at my wedding people will know the characters you know
0: (laughs) yeah
1: i'll be like oh my goodness that's a that that one's about tom walker and tom will be there in the crowd whereas in court it's like everyone's just like i don't know it's a fucking guy (laughs)
0: <laughs> Even if the upshot of you having your post read out in court could lead to your imprisonment, you're still choosing court. I
1: don't think I've done any criminal postings. If I'm honest, I haven't. Like, I, I think I threatened to kill the Queen once, but I don't think that's an offence <laughs> here in Australia. You know, <laughs> I think. I think I did. I think I have tweet. I think I did tweet once that I was going to blow up Buckingham Palace and kill the royal family, mm-hmm. which I guess is a terror. I think. Technically, that's a terrorist threat, but I think it was it. I it was it was in response to a sporting match, and so mm-hmm. I think there was a con- again, there was a context to my there was so a context there, to my terrorist there was, like, there
0: was an obvious kind of jocularity context embedded within there. Um, I don't know.
1: I mean, yeah, the AFP oh, never visited. the the federal police never visited me, Phoebe. So, so you're fine. Okay. You got yeah, you got away
0: with it. You got away with it, and it's very good that you've repeated it again here. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to blow up the Queen. He's She's on her last legs blow anyway, up, you know? The
0: queen. Yeah, you don't even need to blow up. You don't even need to blow up the Queen these days. Time
1: will, will blow up the Queen. <laughs> just, just,
0: just, you just slam a door in her vicinity. She's out.
1: Yeah, basically. Again, basically.
0: again legally, this is not a recommendation. Um, no. Don't, is not kill it the Queen. Again, threat.
1: I think I advocate a hands-off um, approach to ending the monarchy, you know? Uh-huh. Just... Sit back and let um, let the coronavirus and nature do its course, take its course. You know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I think on that bombshell, it is time. It is time to finish the show. Nothing fair enough, Amy. (laughs) I've
1: I've had had a good (laughs) run, and you've
0: you've you've (laughs) said your piece. and I think that the best thing that we can take away from this is um, that you've learned absolutely nothing from what happens when a joke gets taken out of context. Yeah, someone's going to um, clip that out, aren't they? Someone's oh. going to clip that out, and that's absolutely fine because we will support you. The show will support you. Thank you, Phoebe. Uh, so I appreciate that. So there's nothing left for me to do, but thank you so much, Hing, for joining thank me you, today. Thank you,
1: Thank you for having me on, the, on your wonderful show, and uh, I, I wait um my invitation to go back in your other podcasts um i assume that'll be any moment now
0: <laughs> you are literally always welcome on any of my recorded <laughs> material I, I would hope i would hope that mu- i would hope that much is clear in fact we need to get you ba- we need to get you back on masters anyway because you haven't been on for a while
1: yeah it's been a while um yeah well I'll, i'd love to come back um yeah i'll tell you when i've got something to promote and i'll come back
0: fantastic do you have anything to plug in the meantime
1: Mm. you can go listen to free to a good home if you're into podcasts um it is myself and Ben Jenkins we go through um sort of weird I guess weird posts it started off as weird classifieds we found and now we've sort of broadened out to any text on the internet we sort of um just try and um unravel the mysteries of Craigslist and geometry um Mm. and if you're into Dungeons and Dragons you're a fucking nerd like me um (laughs) Feel free to uh, listen to Dragon Friends, um, a a, a sort of an improv comedy Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Um, But, yeah, that's about it. That's all I'd like to plug. Thank you, Phoebe.
0: Fantastic. Uh, This show is produced by Devon. You can follow them at Devon underscore on Earth. Uh, You can listen to uh, as plugged above you can listen to me and milo's seinfeld podcast which is masters of our domain you can follow on twitter over at masters of pod which has our episodes and all the other stuff uh hussein is not with us so there is no particular need to do his plugs he will do them when he gets back (laughs) and uh that is i think that just about does it so thank you very much for listening as always and we'll catch you next time have a good one bye bye bye